Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Sinclair Canelli. Sinclair, CNHP, CNC, is an award-winning expert on chronic digestive illnesses, CEO of DetoxRejuvenation.com, host of the Your Health Reset podcast, and survivor of complex chronic illness. She and her partner, Michael Spandale, specialize in resolving the root causes behind complex chronic illness and digestive issues. Together, they've helped thousands of people to get their lives back. An award-winning sought-after speaker, Sinclair has shared the stage with health and wellness luminaries such as Jack Canfield, JJ Virgin, Lisa Nichols, Sachin Patel, and Megan Walker. She is also the co-founder of Meditation RX, a platform dedicated to people working on their health. Her mission is to help people to reclaim their health and rediscover their creative power so they can be who they came here to be. Have you ever wondered why a chronic illness you've been struggling with is lasting as long as it is? Today, we're diving into the root causes behind chronic illness with my friend Sinclair. And while you may be treating some of the issue, it may only be one-seventh of what needs your attention. You'll see what I mean as we talk about the seven layers of consciousness and so much more. Here we go. Okay, everybody, you are in for such a treat today. We have my dear friend, Sinclair Canelli today. She's talking about the root cause. And you know, I always talk about, you just, you want to heal from the roots because that's how you just handle things for good. Well, I brought in what I consider the leading expert on root cause of just about everything having to do with health. So welcome, my friend. Thank you so much, sweetie. It's a pleasure to be here. And, you know, we're spe specifically going to be talking about why aren't we getting well, the root causes behind chronic illness. And I have to tell you, in the betrayal community, there are so many people struggling with uh, all kinds of chronic illness. And my job is to teach them that it's a betrayal, the betrayal is at the root of it. But I can't wait to hear the details of, like, how all this gets going how it manifests itself, and then, of course, what we could do with it. So can you get started with just saying, like, what's going on that something can manifest into something chronic? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Let's dive in. I love this question. So to answer that question, I actually have to tell you how the seven layers that we look at when it comes to a person's being because there's so many experts that are kind of siloed in their expertise. And one of the reasons why I love being friends with you and working with you as a colleague is that because you transitioned from physical health to mental, and I transitioned from mental health to physical. So we're very comfortable, you and I both, in understanding the full gamut of a person's being. And that really is what it takes because we are so complex, right? So I actually always think about... Um, a person, and this is how we teach it in our practice and we teach the practitioners we mentor, we actually start with the environmental layer of consciousness because we are not separate from our environment as beings. You know, we are porous. We are a part of nature. It is a lie to say anything else. We are within a system of people and the environment around us. And so we're supposed to be living out in nature where we're constantly receiving extra electrons. We're receiving information with from light. We're, we're emanating light. You know, we're breathing in things through the skin. Everything that comes through the skin is supposed to be food. That's how the body looks at it. 
or it is a disruptor because it is not food, you know, and then of course we're eating things and drinking things as well, but we are not separate from our environment. And then we look at things from the biochemical layer of consciousness. And before you even get to the biochemical, I want to just stop there um, because the environmental, it's so interesting because, and, and lots of my uh, listeners and viewers know, I bounce back and forth between New York and California. I'm bicoastal. And if I tell you what there is something about being in nature, being in the sun, seeing the water, I physically feel better. So that's a real thing then? It's 100% real. You are having a negative ion exchange. You are receiving a different quality of light being closer to the equator. And you are essentially in a different season when you come out here. That's why I want you to come out here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm working on it. Come be with me. I miss you already. Yeah. So it's real. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's a physical, I mean, I feel physically better. Okay. So everybody else, you know, keep in mind if you're just stuck inside and now, you know, here it is in, uh, in New York, it's, it's cold and we're inside a lot. Is there anything we can do if we don't have the environment in our favor right now? Oh God. Yes. And I would actually love to spend like the whole second half of the podcast talking about what we can do and let's load everybody up with get ladies and gents, get your notebooks ready because you are going to want to take down a lot of tips. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's talk about biochemical. So this is where people spend a lot of time obsessing in the functional medicine realm and God love them. You know, they're, they're onto something great. It's just only part of the story. So biochemical is, yes, it's your hormones. That's your slow nervous system, right? It's the messengers going back and forth. Um, It's the microbiome. It's your cells talking at a very um, slow level together, releasing the chemicals from creating our emotions. So emotions are actually, we'll talk about those in a minute, but they are actually created at a biochemical level as well. And then they are experienced in the tissues and then they are stored in the tissues. Right. So the issues are in the tissues. That's what that's all about right there. Yep, exactly. And so this is the level where if you are super comfy taking supplements, this is where that where those are acting at the biochemical level. And we're going to talk about this as we go through each of the levels. You know, you're going to be comfy in one of these layers of consciousness and you're going to want to try to do all your healing there. And I just invite you to expand the conversation because where you're uncomfortable is probably where the miracles are waiting for you. And that's so brilliant because that really speaks to the holistic model where it's, we're not just this one body part, right? It's, we have to pay attention to everything. And it sounds like that's what, uh, that's what, and it's so true, right? Don't we always want to do what we're good at? Oh God. Yes. You know, I wanted to work a workshop for when I got chronically ill. I was like, let's just work a workshop and get this done. Like, let's go to therapy. I'll suck it up one hour a week. And that's how I'll fix my chronic illness. Well, there's some other things to do. (laughs) Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so environmental, biochemical, what's next? Bioelectrical, and this is where we overlook a lot of things because bioelectrical, that's our nervous system. And our nervous system gets real stressed in our modern lifetime and our modern lifestyle. And um, when events happen, it's very difficult to train your nervous system. It takes care and deliberation to retrain it that you're actually safe enough to do your normal rest, digest, and repair work every day, right? So, so, you know, when you think of someone who's experienced the shattering of trust and betrayal, your nervous system is going bananas because, right? I mean, everything that had us feel safe and comfortable and secure is no longer. Yes, exactly. And this is It's so worth mentioning when you're talking about the physical illness connection to betrayal, 
for example, like why aren't we getting well? Your nervous system actually regulates every aspect of your immune system. So if your nervous system gets disrupted from its own self-healing, self-regulatory responses because of your life events, it behooves you to become an expert at how to retrain your nervous system that it's okay to be safe again and how to regulate itself. And I'll give you a really quick real world example of that. Um, On Friday, a, a good friend of mine who's a colleague called me up because she was in severe distress. She felt very betrayed in her work situation. And she said, she literally told me the words, I no longer feel safe here. My heart is broken. And I talked her through it and, you know, I didn't try to make it better for her. I just kind of held space. You know, she's on a journey. It's going to take her a while to unpack this. And there's a reason why it's going on. Right. And it's not my job to fix it. But then I had to go and take a walk on the beach and calm my nervous system down because I've had betrayals in the workplace. And I was getting activated and I could feel it in my nervous system. So I shook it out. I did some good cross crawl, which is just your basic left, right body movement. Mm. You know, I got outside, I changed my gaze. You know, these are important things to do just to love your own system up. Right. And and I love that you're bringing this up because we feel, now I know I'm a highly sensitive empath, so I'm going to take it on and go 50 times bigger with it because that's just what I do, but it's yes. so, it's so important. It's so important to, well, first of all, we know we can't help anybody if we're pulled down even further than them, right? We need to be uh, pulled down enough where we can have that empathy, but not too far where we can't support, but then to get rid of it somehow. And I love those, just some practical, uh, just idea tools, just to, just to get rid of it just on some level. Okay. Yeah, so we hum, have- car singing. Car singing yeah. is my favorite because it activates the vagus nerve and it actually moves energy through you. And you've got okay. that beat that's helping and train your heart to a different rhythm. It's just good on so many levels. Car singing, ladies and gents. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep my windows up because of how I sound, but I hear you. Okay. Oh, I get so- real loud. It's a thing. Right. Okay. Environmental, we have biochemical, we have bioelectrical. What's next? Emotional. Mm. So you'll notice that we're actually raising up to higher and higher levels of consciousness. And they, each of these has a cascade effect on the layers below them. So of course, our emotional experiences are going to inform our nervous system, which is going to inform the biochemical health of our body, you know, the actual cells. And that's going to have an effect on how we interact with our environment. Wow. Okay. So, and you know, and that's the thing, I think we don't really realize how uh, important it is to get a handle on our emotions because of what they do. We think it just stops there, but it's not, it's, you know, thoughts are things, emotions are things It creates. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think of emotions as states. So it's a full body experience that you are having. There are of course thoughts to accompany it. And that might be where it starts which is the layer above that's, you know, thoughts is right above emotion. So it's very difficult to talk about them as separate, but they really are because you often think a thought and that gets an emotion going and emotions are full body states in the sense that like, I don't want everybody in the self-aware um, community to only be aiming for happy, happy, happy. I don't think that's what our human experience is supposed to be about. Like narrow, 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 only this much allowed, please. I think we're actually meant to feel a full range of emotions. I just don't think we're meant to be stuck in any of them. Oh, I love that you said that. And, and, you know, my listeners know we all, we always talk about face it, feel it, heal it. 
you need to face it, right? Because that's the stuff you're avoiding, you can never get through. Then you need to feel it so you can actually uh, move through it. Sometimes it just needs your attention. And then you don't, but you don't want to get stuck in that feel it, face it, feel it loop. Then you want to go towards the healing it. And that it sounds like we're speaking the same language right there. That is so beautiful. I'm going to say that all the time. Of course, crediting you. You go for it. Okay. So we have environmental, biochemical, bioelectrical, emotional. What's next? It's it's the mental piece. It's mm-hmm. it's the thoughts become things. So these are our grooves. Our, our thoughts are actually quite habitual in nature, right? So it's really important to acknowledge that. Uh, because we're, we think that we're thinking brand new things all the time, but we're really not. We're regurgitating things that our mind already knows. doesn't mean that they're not true for us. But if, if for example, um, like I spent a lot of time in recovering from betrayal, or I thought I was recovering, by asking why, our mind will supply us with so much content that doesn't mean it's useful. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just one layer of consciousness, guys. It's not the whole shebang. And I love that you brought that up because it's true. We need to, we we need to, we're trying to make some sense out of our experience. But when you've asked why a hundred million times and you're coming out of it no better than the last thousand times you asked that question, it's time for another question. It's not serving. It's only digging us deeper. Yeah. So that, that mental piece is huge. Okay. Environmental, biochemical, bioelectrical, emotional, mental. What's next? It's the intuitive collective layer. And this is the part that many people skip over. They're like mind, body, spirit, got it done. And guess what? We're so much more interconnected than we are, you know, in the habit of realizing. I think actually we all know this as children because we are, we know that we're a part of the collective and that our parents are supposed to be our boundaries for us between us and the world. But those connections don't lessen. They only transmute over time. So we have a lineage we come from. That lineage could be familial, you know, blood and bone. We want to reconnect to the flow of love from our ancestors, no matter what individuals have done. You don't have to erase that or pretend it didn't happen, but you want to be a, a acknowledging that you are a part of a lineage because we were not meant to consider ourselves as alone, you know? So that's, but that's only one layer of this intuitive collective consciousness. There's also chosen lineage. Like when you acknowledge that you are a healer, for example, you are choosing and you're joining a lineage or an artist or an inventor or an explorer or a writer, you know, these are lineages and collectives of people. And we're, I think at a very deep level, we are all connected. And this is, the more we acknowledge this and are are we in the flow of our collectives, chosen or inherited, or is there cleanup to do? This is, you can see what a cascade effect this can have on the other layers of consciousness. I love that. And you know, it, because you said intuitive, you know, we always hear that gut instinct, you know, I had a gut feeling, I had a gut instinct. And can you, I just feel like you are the one who can explain this. Why is it that we, that we say that talk about that connection between the gut instinct and maybe what's going on in the gut? Is there something real going on right there? Absolutely. And so the thing about gut instinct and, um, 
actually <laughs> listening to it is that we we are receiving information from this collective all the time mm-hmm. and we our gut is actually sharing information that was felt in the field and then feeding it up into our brain and that's actually where the majority of the communication is happening it 10 signals go up to the brain for every one that returns so the gut's telling you a lot and the question is are you listening are you receiving that information on a timely in a timely manner and are you able to digest it and act on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that, right. Because you, you know, it's interesting when you hear the guts, the, the second brain, yeah. and I guess, is, is that why, is that because that's where all the messages are kind of coming from? Yeah, it's, yeah. So the enteric brain, that's the, the gut brain is, has been called the second brain. It's also being renamed the first brain because it's oh. also the oldest brain. <laughs> so. Okay. And all the other organs, when you look at how an embryo develops, actually individuate off of the gut. So that's really interesting too, right? Huh. Yeah. Wow. So okay. amazing. Yeah. So, okay. What's, what's the last one after intuitive? That's the spiritual. That is your deep individual connection to all that is and whatever that means to you. And there are as many paradigms that are true as there are people on this planet. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to tell you one is right. I just know that people who are well and healthy and happy are aware of how they are connected to something larger than themselves well, that's in a vast that. way. And yeah. if, you, if you don't feel right with the words like God or universe, substitute with the word nature. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Right. And, and I want to talk about, because I know you have a, a gut summit coming up, but you're so smart. And I, I, I really, and I, for you to just know these things and teach these things you don't just come like this right where'd you get all this what you know there's got to be some kind of story can you share with us okay well I caught it the hard way the school of hard knocks mm-hmm. <laughs> um I was actually told when I was little that I was here to heal and I grew up in a community where I was told that my life was not my own that I was here to do healing work and they would actually put me into circles of people and, um, you know, be, to be a healing presence for. It was pretty interesting. So I had a burning desire to understand this from a very young age. I just had to go through model after model and life experience after life experience to, to finally pick up enough of this that I was ready to share, you know. And I think what's really interesting is that um, when you are ready to heal, the healer appears, just like when you're ready to learn, the teacher appears, you know? So I I think it all really starts with intention. And I had a burning intention to be of service, to be of use. And and I guess that's it. How else do we, do we really understand unless we have that experience? We can, you know, we can read all the books in the world, but if we've lived it, I mean, I just, I just feel like that's how we have that real knowing that we just can't have any other way. So I, I want to talk about, you mentioned in the very beginning, um, just w- like why we aren't getting well and, and what we can do. And is there is there a place to start? Like what, what so someone's listening to this now saying, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm not really paying attention to any of those seven things. Mm-hmm. What, what do they do? Well, I think one of the most important questions we need to ask for ourselves today is, um, why is there an explosion of chronic illness? And remember that if you are struggling with something, you are not alone. In fact, there's a lot of people asking similar questions to you. So we are hardwired 
to bump up against stuff in life and then heal from it. Whether it's physical, mental, emotional, we're actually hardwired for resilience. And these seven layers of consciousness, you know, they can compensate for each other and transmute and support one another. So how come it's not happening as rapidly now in an age where you have access to more information than ever before? All that good stuff, what's going on? And that's when we really focus on the disruptors. So disruptors being um, the 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 elements that can actually interrupt our own self-healing mechanisms. So hurt is going to happen. Body's heart, consciousness is hardwired for that to be okay and to recover from it. So what interrupts the process? And that's what we obsess about, right? Yeah. So those are the seven common root causes oh, of I, modern I, chronic illness. I just love that. Okay. So, so now let's talk about the healing piece. Let's talk about really like someone's like, you know what, that's it. I am so tired of having this chronic illness for so many years. It's so exhausting. It's so debilitating. It's holding me back from everything I wanted. And I'm, I'm saying the words that I would say because of the chronic illnesses I've, I've had what let's talk about this amazing summit you have and what people can learn and, and, um, and what they're going to experience just by being a part of it. Thank you so much. Um, we So it's called It Starts in the Gut because we really want to honor and acknowledge just how easy it is for your digestive tract and your ma- magnificent, intricate um, digestive system to get off track when it's encountering any of these life stressors or common root causes and how that in turn can lead to a proliferation of other chronic illnesses. And we can get very myopic and over-focused on fibromyalgia and only listening to fibromyalgia experts and what is the problem with fibromyalgia and how do I medicate or how do I supplement for it instead of zooming out and going, wait a minute, how did I get here? Right. And looking at those seven layers of consciousness. And it really does at the biochemical level, at the physical level, start in the gut. And then of course we have to do all the other fun stuff too. But that's just an example, you know, so it starts in the gut is the summit. And we do, we cover the seven common root causes of modern chronic illness. So industrial chemicals, mold, heavy metals, EMFs, pathogens, these are all in the lower layers and they're new. They've kind of taken off recently and we've exploded our exposure to them. And then of course, nervous system toxicity. So that would be like, hello, stress, trauma, Mm -hmm. big T, Mm -hmm. little T trauma and emotional constriction, right? And everything that goes along with that, so. Brilliant, just brilliant. As we wrap this up, what do you want to make sure everybody knows? And also, what's the link to that? Do you have a link to that? I'll put it oh, in yeah. the show it notes starts well. in the summit.com. Okay, yeah. perfect. Okay, um, what do you want to make sure everybody knows? I want to make sure everybody knows that your body is absolutely brilliant, that you are hardwired to heal, that that is the default, And so if you are struggling with emotional trauma, um, you know, or anything of a physical nature and you are stuck, it's time to zoom out and look at those seven layers of consciousness again and say, okay, where am I willing to work right now? And you might only be willing to work in your, in your comfort zone. If you like therapy, you're going to go to therapy. You're going to talk about this inside therapy, talk, talk, talk. Or if you like taking pills, that might be all you're willing to do today. But I really encourage you to lean into the layers where you have the most resistance working. I love that. It's true. That's where we want to spend the least amount of time. And that's where we need to spend the most amount of time. And one more question. This is going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but I know you can handle it, my friend. 
you, you are such a brilliant, gifted healer. Can you just give us an example of what's possible? Just give us an example of someone you've worked with, how they came in, what their, what their story was, what their experience was with illness, and then what happened. Yeah, I'll give you two. One of them's me also, uh, because that was really tough for me. So I had a lot of serious chronic illness. And it kept getting worse. I, you know, had an eating disorder in my teens after being a sensitive kid and um, ended up in the hospital. Nobody could figure me out in my 20s, had no health insurance. So I crawled home and basically, you know, crawled into bed and thought, okay, I'll, I'll get better by resting. And it only got worse, you know, to the point where I, I tried to kill myself or, or worked on plans for it many, many, many times. And it turns out I had fibromyalgia, Lyme, mold toxicity, heavy metal poisoning, Hashimoto's, you know, SIBO, a bunch of, a bunch of junk. Um, and, but really at the root of it, I was not living my truth and I was allowing myself to um, be in relationships that could not sustain me where I was experiencing them as one way streets. And I was trying to earn love and um, not receiving that love because it didn't feel genuine because I had worked for it. So the gift for me in my illness, and I invite you all listening, anybody working on emotional or physical issues, I don't talk in terms of lessons. I don't resonate with that. Like, let's all learn a karmic lesson, then let's go back to normal life. Um, like, what's the lesson? Let's get the lesson so we can just get over this. I think in terms of gifts, for me, the gift was getting so sick that I got to finally experience unconditional love. And my life broke down so much. I was so useless that all that all I cared about at the end was just being myself and being true to me oh, and having to listen to that. So then I got to heal. So it's okay to break down because there's so much good stuff on the other side. And there was a lot of chop wood carry water for me in that. And that was where the seven layers of consciousness work came from for us. And the seven common root causes was because we had to heal all of those. <laughs> and, yeah. and I speak for my partner, Michael, you know, he had completely opposite symptoms, but he had exposure to all seven common root causes as well. And then I'll tell you about um, a really amazing client of mine that came in that she was so sick, she could not um, take a sip of water without excreting mucus or blood. Oh. Wow. And such a cheerful person, so talented, pro musician, light of everyone's life. And she could not perform on stage anymore. She could not manage her illness. And it was such an invitation for her to step back and look at what is she ignored? And, you know, what is real for her in her relationships? And what is she unable to digest? Where is she not listening to her gut? Right. And of course, along the way, there's a lot of chop wood, carry water a lot of cleaning out the mold, a lot of cleaning out thousands and thousands of liver and gallstones, a lot of excreting parasites that had set up shop, a lot of healing the gut lining so she no longer had colitis. And so it, for her, she's such a beautiful example of someone who's like, I've suffered enough. I'm ready to do the work. I don't care what it takes. I'm here for it. And when you hit that moment, that's when the magic starts to unfold, you know? And she did it. She worked on every layer. It, it, it's just such a, it's such a brilliant example of how, how the body responds to, to the mind and to the emotions and, you know, and, and listen, I'm not going to say we create this, we don't create this, but the power of the mind to heal, 
the body is what I'm always just so fascinated with. You gave us so much amazing information, so much food for thought. Uh, and, and I know you inspired so many people with this. Give us that link one last time, because I want everyone going to this summit. Oh, thank you, sweetie. It starts in the gut summit.com. And then I'd love for you to come check out our podcast that you're going to be on next. <laughs> Just your oh, health yeah. reset. <laughs> uh, <know> that. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, for your inspiration. And uh, everybody, let's see. Let's see everybody at the summit. See you there. Sinclair dropped some powerful nuggets. Hope you were taking notes. Stay in touch with her by joining her as well as many other experts at itstartsinthegutsummit.com. And we'll have all of her information in the show notes at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. The seven most common root causes. One, environmental. Two, biochemical. Three, bioelectrical. Four, emotional. Five, mental. Six, intuitive, and seven, spiritual. What was also so interesting is that we focus on the areas we like or we're more comfortable with, but it's likely that the ones we're the least comfortable with are the ones that need our attention. Lots of great information, and if it seems overwhelming, just start somewhere, and getting support and accountability is a great place to start. If that feels like a fit, join us in the PBT Institute, where every day we're helping our members move through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough so they can feel safe again, trust again, love again. Go to thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. <music>